You can do whatever you want. This, there's probably too many options right now, right? <laughs> yeah. So some people have taken even this, like anything sitting here, and said, can I get a copy of this, and then cut it out. Or there's also tons of stuff that's already printed here, and yes. all of these are up for grabs. So others have already come in and made things. And so you can take this and like keep expanding on them. It's very unusual because usually you don't come into a gallery and expect to like, make, make things yourself. Mm -hmm. um, but the idea is that how, you know, so he's sort of taken all these images, protests, different protest movements, social movements from throughout history and created templates that can be used and reused. And, and then in this workshop, we have, um, we have screen, silk screening set up, and it's nice because people can learn about the process of screen printing. It's something you, um, unless you took a course in it in school, you may not have ever seen how screen printing works or what it is. And this can be one plate, basically, so like one screen, so where you'd see two where you have them overlap. So this mm. was two different versions, oh. and then we're back through again, actually, for this ghost print, I think. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so, like, you can take something like this and combine it with this. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. This is an exhibition by the artist and activist Josh McPhee, and basically he's created a library, a lexicon of images that visitors can come and use to create their own uh, poster designs. And these sort of templates that you see on the wall um, have like history on the back of them of, about where these different images, how they evolved over time. And so he's sort of tapping into the idea of what memes were before the, the internet, um, but how these images have resurfaced different, different protest movements over time. So it's an unusual exhibition in that it's an actual workshop and you can come in and create stuff. So they can choose so, any okay. of those images, or what, so, do they, what do they do? If so there's a few different things. These templates on the wall are designed to be used with the Rezo, which is that machine in the back that looks like a photocopier, but it's not. It's a fancy printing machine. It's kind of like uh, maybe like a mix of an offset printer for people who are familiar with that. So it creates a plate for whatever your design you're mixing in there. It's got two colors. Uh, red and black, so you'll see a lot of the posters hanging up uh -huh. are red and black. But it prints with layering them, so it's like actual thick layer of ink. But you can kind of physically like block parts of these images, like say take out the text and then use other parts of it so it gets scanned in to be one layer, and then you can layer it with another image or your own um, text creation or whatever that you want to add to it. Oh, like you could put your organization's yeah, or your, your upcoming event Yes. On there. So tell me who you're offering this to. So this workshop is open to any uh, members of the community that want to come in and create posters. Mostly it's designed for like different kinds of social movements that people care about, but you can also just come in and play around with the images. Um, obviously it's a lot of like protest kind of language imagery and a lot of uh, contemporary themes you'll see in that. Um, so some of the screens that were created for this this exhibition, um, we've got the safe abortion now, we will fight flags um, that can be layered and set up in these, these stations. And then we've also got the, the robot arm. This is a Nathan Mel's screen, uh, sort of punching the Supreme Court. And uh, then we've got a couple of screens over there. So we've got abolish the body cops, uh, reproductive justice now. So sort of like timely topical issues. What kind of groups have come in so far? 
A lot of student classes have signed up, but then we've had like outside groups. So we have a group of seniors coming today and I have a group that works on sort of spreading information about how to save the lake, uh, their their lake community, so that they um, can sort of spread awareness about use of fertilizers that drain into the lake, that produce a weed problem, that kind of thing. So like health of the lake. I've recently been in contact with Food Not Bombs organizations, so they're trying to get a group to come together. Uh, so yeah, lots of wide variety of community groups. How long does this go on? And if you if a group hears this and wants to get involved, what, what can they do? So they can reach out to us at Alpaca. There's a contact information on the website, or they can reach out to me directly, RebeccaTolly at gmail.com, and we'll set you up with a time slot. We have like wide open schedule for the final week next week. Um, it runs until the 29th. So we're hoping to get a few, few more people coming through here. This is all uh, supported by a grant. So we want to um, have, have lots of groups coming through and people taking advantage of the space while it's here. And everything's free and provided. So um, that's unusual that's opportunity too. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks, it's just the, the look of the whole <laughs> workshop is really fun. Um, this is a little out of order, but but how um, how did you become the instructor for this as an artist or, and as a teacher? How are you? How did oh. you end up here? So I teach screen printing at UAlbany, and um, uh, I've worked with Alpaca Gallery in the past as an artist um, exhibiting and uh, mostly in that capacity. So they were familiar with me and my work. And one of the things I like to do is um, live screen printing. So I think that's probably why they thought of me because this is like a made up, like on the spot shop. And and I like kind of engaging with people who come up and want to learn how to make prints. And so they needed somebody to kind of help organize the space that was familiar with the process. We, basically, we're just here, the instructors are just here to help you use the equipment. So we've got, um, in addition to the screen printing and the Rezo, we've got a button maker and we've got, uh, you know, basic rubber stamping, which anybody can pick up and do, you know, so it's like very, very accessible. I'm Natasha Holmes, a gallery assistant for Opalco and also teach here at Sage in the art department usually. You've been uh, one of the instructors on this the entire time here, it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of workshops. I think I've done like 10 or 11 now. Um, and some of the workshops are coming from the school. So some of the teachers want a tour of the show as well. So usually there's a few of us that have that extra ability to give them the frontal tour since it's two shows in one. And then when we have the stuff in the back talking about the protest um, angle has been really great for the gen ed classes. What age? Uh, let's see, we've got, there's three separate versions of classes that are coming in, so one is a freshman class, the second version is sophomores and juniors. In college or high school? College. College, Yeah. We have had, I don't think we've had any high school students. We've had high school teachers. We had a whole, um, like, Albany City teachers group that came in and made art for the day, and it was awesome. What's your feeling on how how the kids react? Is there, can you... The stamps and buttons are usually the most favorite, of course. They're accessible. Yeah. They can make small ones. Some of them get really into it, and they'll start writing and drawing their own images. And then others have colored or done the overlappings with the stamps here. Sometimes we have groups that, like, they're walking out with ten <laughs> buttons apiece. <laughs> and then get really into it. But And then others will be quiet and really get into the 
looking at the history on the back of all of the lexicons. So all of those mm. sheets have a history and a story on each one of them. So once they start seeing the process, then then it's easier for them to understand like what we can make and the possibilities behind it. But at first, it's usually overwhelming. <laughs> Do you think that they that the young people have been exposed to a lot of these images already? Like for me, you know, growing up in the eighties and nineties, like yeah. so much of this seems feels so familiar. Right. Like it's part of the sort of graphic language that I grew up with. Yeah, for but, sure. No, I don't think they have. Mm. <laughs> I think some of them, what we've talked about and Josh pointed out early on was the repetition of some of the symbols. So especially prevalent is the raised fist. Right. And so over and over again, of like, what does that mean? Where does, what can we say about it? Where, where did it start and where did it come from? And that the usage of these uh, over time, also the message can change by how they get juxtaposed together differently. So there is new ones up there as recent as, like, the indigenous women missing. It's like the red handprint over the face. So there's, like, one up there with just the red handprint from the 80s AIDS posters. Right. Yeah. So the, they recognize more modern uses of them, but, like, the historical ones that are kind of the first thing seen on there isn't as prevalent. So we could like divide up. So we could have somebody who wants to work on a poster. So then at the same time, people can try the screen printing. The Graphic Liberation Exhibit and Workshop runs through October 29th at Opalka Gallery on New Scotland Avenue in Albany. If your community group is interested in signing up for an artist-guided workshop, you can email opalka at sage.edu to make an appointment. For Hudson Mohawk Magazine, this is Moses Nagel.